Hello and welcome to the Wide Teams Podcast, the podcast for geographically dispersed teams and remote workers. Located on the web at wideteams.com and on Twitter at wideteams. I'm your host, Avdi Grimm. Doing things a little bit differently this week. Uh, usually I write these in advance. Today I'm just going to ad-lib it. Hopefully it doesn't come out too incoherent. The big news for remote workers this week is Google's announcement that they are discontinuing development on Google Wave and apparently will be shutting down the service sometime in the next several months. If you've never used Google Wave, it's a little hard to describe. It's kind of like a combination of an email, a team chat room, a, li a live chat room, a, uh, a shared collaborative document and a wiki and I'm pretty disappointed at the announcement I had just started using Google Wave for some projects and I thought it was a really neat tool for collaboration um, partly because in a sense it's it's not even a tool it's, it's almost a meta tool because it gives you the ability to start a shared workspace and then kind of add these widgets to it depending on what you need. So if you if you need the team to make a decision about something, you can add like a poll widget. Uh, or if you want to do some brainstorming, you could add a MindMeister uh, mind mapping widget embedded in the document. And the whole time, everything is being edited completely in real time with the ability to see the edits that everyone else else is making and so you can it's almost a way to build build your own collaborative tool for for the specific job at hand when wave first came out i and i think a lot of other people took a look at it and were a little confused at what it was and how to use it and I think this has probably contributed a lot to the lack of uptake that Google is citing in their decision to close it down. But in this case, I think it's one of those cases where it's just such a big shift that it was going to take people a long time to figure out just how to use this platform. And it really is a platform. It's it's built on a set of, of open protocols that Google created Um and um, really seem to open up the possibility of third parties creating all kinds of interesting collaborative applications on top of it. Now, since it is based on open protocols and, I believe, open source code, Wave will live on in some form, but it's been my experience that collaborative tools like this generally don't uh, take off unless they have a strong central server. And so without Google supporting it, I wonder if it will um, continue to have any kind of presence in the collaborative tools market. There is a movement afoot to save Google Wave. There is a website, savegooglewave.com, and as of this moment, it has received uh, almost 20,000 votes to save Google Wave. So it's my hope that Google will listen 
to the community on this. You know, they don't have to devote a lot of developer time to it, but it would be nice to at least keep the servers up and allow people to keep coming up with interesting uses for Wave without having to set up their own servers. If you've never used Wave, I recommend that you check it out now while you still can. Um, if nothing else, it's a really interesting proof of concept for the kind of rich real-time collaboration you can do on the web these days. If you use Wave, I'd love it if you'd go to the Wide Team's website and leave a comment on this podcast about how you are using it and what you think you'll do if the service goes away. Moving on to today's featured interview, I've got yet another interview recorded at RailsConf 2010, and I'm really excited about this one. This interview is with Michael Bly of Intridia, and while I'd been familiar with the company, I know some people that work there, and I also have used their tool presently, which is an enterprise microblogging application. Uh, on a couple of teams that I've been part of. I, what I didn't realize is that they are a very wide team. Uh, they have around 50 employees scattered across the United States and China. And in this interview, Michael talks a little bit about how they managed to coordinate such a widely distributed team. I got a lot out of what he had to say, and I hope you will too. This is Avdi Grimm with WideTeams.com. I'm at RailsConf 2010, and I'm here with Michael Bly uh, of Intridia. Uh, Michael, uh, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, and uh, uh, what you do. Yeah, sure. Um, I am the Director of Product Innovation at Intridia, which basically means that I'm sort of in charge of the products that we're developing before they're big enough to have a dedicated team on them. Uh, I'm living in Michigan right now and moving to Kansas City in a month. I've been with Intridia about three years now. And uh, you're a speaker here, right? Yeah, I gave a talk on Tuesday uh, called The Present Future of OAuth that's about sort of the history of OAuth, the standard, and sort of how people can use OAuth 2.0 in their applications. Very cool. So um, tell me a little bit about your history with uh, distributed teams and remote work. Well, uh, Intridia is a completely distributed team. Pretty much everyone works from home. Uh, there's an office in D.C. and a higher concentration of people there, but the office maybe has four people in there a day out of a team of 50. So um, we're definitely distributed. And uh, I actually didn't meet anyone from Intridia until about six months after I started working there. So it's definitely whole-scale distribution of a team. How, how widely are you distributed? How many, like, what different places... We have people in D.C., North Carolina, Florida, Maine, Kansas City, California, China. Uh, so, yeah, it's pretty everywhere. <laughs> That's impressive. Um, so tell me a little bit about um, how you make that work, How you a day in the life of your uh, distributed work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a lot of it sort of comes down to actually a tool that we built because we're a distributed team. Um, we built presently the enterprise microblogging service and you know we use that on a day-to-day basis to sort of just sort of keep the casual contact with everyone up make sure that everyone knows what everyone else is doing then we break it into you know campfire for team specific chats and things like that that need to happen in real time
time. We also use IM for you know Google Talk for personal communication. You know, we use Google Apps for the domain, so you get all of the benefits there. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of Gmail, and I can't really imagine using a different email system. And you know, we'll have conference calls occasionally, but really, we do most of our communication electronically. I've used presently. It's a great tool. Um, so, what what challenges have you encountered in uh, doing remote work? Uh, I think that there's a bit of a challenge, uh, like I said, sort of getting just the casual communication, keeping that up, you know, knowing what's going on in people's lives, knowing sort of the not as important things about your coworkers when you don't have an office. You know, I think you can lose that on a remote team if you're not careful. And a lot of that's really important to make sure that your team is, you know, cohesive, working together, you know, that anything that comes up, you at least understand each other's perspective better. And uh, uh, what is your, what what do you think is, is are the benefits for you of uh, of remote work? I mean, I I can't count enough benefits. You know, I get to work from home, which means that I can live anywhere I want. You know, I can live near family, but work with a world class or a world class Rails consultancy. You know, I mean, the benefits are just that. For the company, the benefits are we can find talent anywhere in the world and hire them. We're not restricted by either requiring that people move to where we are or, you know, opening up a new office somewhere. We can just say, hey, you're awesome. Let's work together. Very cool. Um, let's see. I think you already told me a little bit about uh, the tools you use. Are there any other tools that, that, uh, that you use, or does that pretty much cover it? Um, that's most of it. We're starting to use Google Wave a little bit just for, like, brainstorming and stuff like that, but that's brand new and just sort of kicking off. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we use sort of a combination of microblogging IM and, you know, Campfire for chat. covers sort of most of the scenarios where you need to be talking to your teammates. Do you do a lot of, of pairing remotely? I've done a little bit of remote pairing. We'll do remote pairing if we're... I mean, pairing is usually something that we use for refactoring more than for new development. You know, if we're looking at something, especially inherited code, that's something that's really sort of tricky, having two sets of eyes on it at the same time, you can work through it faster. But, you know, generally, we just adhere to, you know, good test-driven development and things like that. And in general, we, we work solo more than we pair. If you were going to give uh, some advice to a group that was considering starting to do remote work, what would it be? Um, I would say to make sure, especially if you're going to be sort of partial on-site and partial remote. You know, I saw a blog post the other day that talked about um, there was a, a place that had an office and they'd have like a daily conference call, but they made everyone at the office call in individually to the conference call because then it puts everyone on, on an even playing field. So I think it's important to have that sort of even playing field where the remote workers really feel like they're part of the team and where you don't end up with sort of this bifurcation. Do you do that kind of thing to, to even the playing field when you have people in the office, or do you just not really have people in, in any office? Um, I mean, we definitely have an even playing field, but that is mostly because there's usually not enough people in the office to you know be on some kind of conference line or something like that. So even when people are working at the office, they may be hanging out and talking between themselves, but you know most of the activity still happens online or in phone calls and things like that. All right. Well, before we go, uh, do you want? Is there anything else you want to say about Intridia or any other projects that you want to talk about? 
Um, I've been really happy to work for Intridia. It's the best place I've ever worked. Uh, I'm really proud of our products, both presently for internal microblogging, crowd sound for consumer ideation, and you know all the stuff we're working on. So go to Intridia.com and check us out. All right. Well, thank you very much, Michael. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to the Wide Teams podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please visit wideteams.com for articles, how-tos, screencasts, and more, all about working on geographically dispersed teams. Until next time, this is Avdi Grimm, signing off.